Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back, everyone, to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and I wanted to talk a little bit about something that's been coming up a lot this week for both my clients, um, my one-on-one clients, and also some of my clients in the mini mind that Johnny Gresta and I are hosting, um, because it. I feel like any time there is a theme within struggle for a lot of clients, it's because it's something that's coming up for a lot of people. It's something that several people are experiencing. And there's usually kind of this collective undertone, right, that needs to be addressed. So the main thing that keeps coming up this week happens to be space. Um, lots and lots of overworking, doing all the things. You're probably doing all the things in your business, right? You're you're posting on Instagram. You're making sure that you repurpose. You're taking, you know, your your podcast or your lives and you're making them an email and you're doing all of the things. It's not for lack of effort and you may be still hitting some plateaus, still struggling to find these soulmate clients. And I wanted to talk about it because I think one of the most important things that is often overlooked is actually the space. There is so much focus. Our culture is heavily heavily focused on doing more things right this hustle culture this you know you need to work more go to more school get more certifications and I know that you have probably listened to things that tell you you don't need to do more I'm not the first person that's probably said this to you however I think the the viewpoint that I'm going to share with you is a little bit different so as far as energetically doing the things is all the masculine energy all right Masculine energy is has a lot of consistency, I feel like is usually one of the number one words that I always kind of pick to, to describe this because it's consistent action. It's just consistent as far as you know, it's dependable, it's stable, it's foundational, right? Those are all things that there's this sense of dependability in the masculine energy, which is really great. However, that also requires a lot of like analytical linear thinking. So this is again, like all of your to-do lists. These are all of the, the stuff that you're doing and those can be great to move things forward. But I want you to th- actually think about when you actually feel most connected to your purpose, when you actually have the best creative ideas. When is that? I know for myself that it's often after I've been meditating. It's after I've had like really good conversation. It's after I'm reading this book and then my my mind starts to go and starts to turn and all of these light bulbs start to go off for me. And I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. It is reading is how I developed my group program, the energetics of entrepreneurship right? That that program goes into how each chakra feeds 
energy to different aspects of your business. That could not have happened without lots of, it honestly happened during lots of downtime. I took a complete month off of any type of work. I was really like, really very um, laden with this decision of kind of pivoting within my business. I had been doing like personal training and um, yoga and lots of physical stuff. Um, if you were around the times when I had like the spiritual gains program, it was like weight training combined with yoga. It was the blend of the masculine and the feminine. So I was already starting to teach some, some energy aspects, but I really hadn't like come out of my woo woo closet. And I, people had approached me about business stuff because I had been in business for so many years at that point, um, in, in my first business and then moving into this one and, and seeing traction. And so none of the ideas ever came when I was, you know, writing like all when I was like, you know, making sure that all of my things were done when I was keeping myself busy. There's really this, this idea in our, and it's often a trauma response to keep yourself busy. Yeah. Let that sink in (laughs) you being busy all the time and always having some place to go and always having a really full plate and, you know, scheduling your children really busy. Like they've got all these several activities. You've got all these things to do. Like that's often a, a response because what you've learned is that you don't have to acknowledge, feel, or process things. You can glaze over it with another activity. You can shove the feelings down of uncomfortability, of, of hurt, of letdown, of resentment, of anger, of frustration, all of those things that come as a result of not feeling seen, heard, or valued. You can push all of those down by just moving on to the next task. Okay, well, I'm going to start working on, you know, this and I've got, I've got to write two emails and I've got to record a podcast and then I'm going to map out my stuff for this. And then I'm actually kind of creating another course and I'm going to, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on of things that you could really keep yourself busy with. But most of the time being busy makes you feel successful. Being busy makes you feel like you're moving the needle forward. What's interesting is a lot of times having a very full schedule is really just so you can give yourself the runaround. So again, you don't have to focus on what you want to feel because space, right? That that's initially what we're talking about. Space opens things up. It allows your imagination, your curiosity, this sense of vulnerability and unknowing of what happens next. You release a lot of control. All of that happens when you have extra time, extra space. Most people, when they're like, oh, they either, especially in the, the, the business world, I think, uh, you know, an entrepreneurial space or anybody who uh, maybe has a, a very high pressure job, things like that, like you feel guilty or you feel like, oh, I watched, you know, Netflix all day long. You either feel guilty for it or you're like, I literally had no energy to do anything else. And what does that say about your day to day life? Are you creating this life Monday through Friday that you want to escape from on Saturday and Sunday? Are you using your weekends as like this retreat from your week? And really, when you keep yourself so busy like that, you're not, again, able to feel all of these things. So so then why keep busy? Why why do we need the space? So space 
essentially is going to give you more access to the creative, to the more spontaneous. And when you think about how anything is really created in life, any time a new um, plant begins to grow, any time a human life is born, any time anything like that, like even when you think about natural disasters, it is honestly such a like spontaneous event because so many things have to line up at just the right time, at just the right momentum, at just have just the right environment in order to breed this monumental change, right? This this plant that, you know, this baby tree that's going to start small, but one day is going to be, you know, you know, 100 feet high and the the root system is going to span out all directions, you know, like in, like those types of things when you think about it all started with just a seed with just a seed with the right temperature the right amount of nutrients the right amount of sunlight the right amount of water there wasn't excess of any of those things even when you think about it, it is a goddamn miracle that the human race has survived this long because in order for a woman to for for the baby to actually get to the point of developing into a, a fetus, it's not just about being on the the right day of your cycle, right? It's looking at how you're eating, how you're taking care of your body, your stress level, your sleep level, what's going on with your hormones, what's going on, you know, like emotionally energetically all of those things again have to be just the right conditions and you have to be ovulating (laughs) like the fucking odds that we have made it this far are just wild so when you think about that when you think about that all of the really incredible monumental things that create change in life happen in the space of spontaneity which is more feminine right? This is, when you think about that, like a tree growing, that is literally the creation, mother nature's creation. Why do we call it, you know, creating life when a child is born? All of these things, like, because you need that more feminine, creative energy, you have to have the space. So instead this week of filling up your time, right, of seeing all the things that you can get done, Try and see if you can actually give yourself more space. For me, it was, I am a firm believer in in movement pretty much every single day. There are days where I don't move quite as much um, as far as like exercise or something like that, intentional exercise, but I, you know, take my dog for a walk or we go, um, I've got kids that are in sports, so we're kind of going back and forth doing all of those things. So it's not necessarily intentional, like a workout or a yoga class or spin or, you know, something like that, but it's still movement. And when I allowed myself to not be so rigid as to when it had to happen, like there were certain classes that I really liked to go to, there were others I didn't. When I actually freed up my space in my mornings and in my evenings. So I really, I avidly try not to work um, after my kids get out of school. Like right around 3.30 is kind of the last pickup of the day. And there are times when I do work. 
because, you know, kids are doing whatever and there's some lull time and I'm like, oh, I really want to get this done or whatever, but there's nothing forced. I also was really intentional about not really working before 10 a.m. Right, so that's really only five hours during the day that I open myself up for creative projects, clients, those types of things. And it has made a world of difference. In the morning, I'm able to, if I feel the night before that I'm like, I need more rest, I just sleep in. If I feel like, you know what would feel good tomorrow? A yoga class. I make sure I set my alarm and I get up and I go to a yoga class at 6 a.m. Like I'm mindful of feeling into what would feel good rather than what I need to do. Because a lot of times you don't need to do anything. Your business doesn't fall apart in one day because you don't post a podcast or you don't post on Instagram or you don't get back to an email. Nobody nobody dies over that. Right? We're, we're not emergency room doctors. There are professions that do require, you know, immediacy. But a lot of times, in most businesses, it's actually not. And there's been this culture that has been developed of, you know, that that's better customer service, get back to them right away. But well, of course, you don't leave them hanging for weeks. But moving at a space that or at a, at a time and a pace that feels good for you and actually feeling into what do I need if I could do whatever tomorrow, like I know there are some things that I want to move the needle forward in my business tomorrow. Okay, great. Those are tops of my list. Everything else moves to the bottom. And if it doesn't get done, I can always do it the next day. Clients come first. You know, my my connection with my community comes first. Following up on conversations and stuff like that, that's all priority. And then comes things that creative, like how do I teach? How do I engage? How do I share knowledge with more people? So this can be posts for social media. This can be um, podcasts, things like that. A lot of times if I have really good ideas, like I write all these things down. So when I do have that space, I have stuff to work on. I don't feel the need to be like, oh, I got to get this done. Oh, I got to get this done. It's all on like a little note in my phone of like podcast ideas, content ideas. And I literally just write it down. I'll come back to it. And if it doesn't make sense when I come back to it, who fucking cares? Again, not life or death. I can move on to one of the other, you know, 17 notes that I have. So instead of creating a business where you legitimately re-traumatize yourself, right? When you were younger, if you had a, a home that was a little chaotic or you had parents that you're like, they worked all the time, you felt neglected. Did you keep yourself busy with friends so that you didn't feel those things? You know, if your parents argued a lot, did you intentionally stay out of the house? Were you required to have a lot of responsibility on your shoulders from a young age? Were you always doing things because you had to? And so now as an adult, you no longer have to, but you you still create that environment for yourself. You still create that stress. If parts of your business feel really stressful, step back, ask yourself why. Why do I avoid certain things? Why do I not like them? For me, it's always tech stuff. And it's like, it's because I, you know, tech is not my favorite thing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Like I'm like currently trying to do some like integration type stuff for my website and some different things. And I'm like watching a million tutorials and as it's just not, it 
does not toot my horn. That is for sure. <laughs> Wet my whistle. There's so many other funny analogies. Tickle my pickle that I could use. <laughs> Float my boat. Um, none of those things. I don't feel any of those things. But I recognize these are things that I want to have a, a little bit of an understanding, of, even if I'm going to hire somebody out. So I kind of do it on my downtime. It's a little bit more passive. It's not as I'm not as stressed about getting it done. The things that are most important are my clients, are money generating activities. It's not necessarily this particular integration. So it gets kind of pushed to the back burner a bit. And I can do it when I have time and when I have the, the space for it. But it, the, those types of things, right, all the website, the really, like, really techy things is something that I dread. I can do a lot of basic tech things. But the other stuff, that's just not my jam. So I, I intentionally avoid it because I'd actually rather create. I would rather, honestly, do create all these really cool infographics. I'd rather, honestly, even switch around, like, infographics on, like, my Facebook <laughs> group, like a new um, like thumbnail for this podcast. I'd rather do any of those things than do all the tech stuff. So I recognize that's something that I want to hire out for. And why don't I enjoy tech? I will tell you why. I remember being um, in high school and I recognized this several years ago, but when everybody else got a computer, we got a computer too, but my stepdad um, at the time worked on computers uh, as his business. And he always monopolized the computers for work. And it was in his office and his office was always filthy, like disgusting. And I remember hating going in there. He was a smoker and he, you know, closed the door and smoke in there. So I, I really hated to go in there and use this. So I was a really slow typer um, I remember being in high school and all of my friends like literally using, you know, all their fingers, like the, all 10 fingers to type. It's something that I can do now, um, but it's something that I just never like those skills I never acquired because I avoided that part. Um, Any time that I can't do something on the computer, I do get frustrated um, and nobody likes to I nobody likes to feel like they're not good at something. Um, I'm naturally somebody who picks up things very easily. And so it is frustrating to me that tech doesn't come more easy. And it makes me feel, I guess, embarrassed would be a good word, which is silly because I don't need to be embarrassed. I have plenty of other gifts. Like I'm, I'm not hung up on it, but I recognize where it comes from. It comes from when I was younger, other kids being much more tech savvy than myself and always feeling like, Anytime I got asked to do things on the computer, which mind you, this, the internet, um, was really just becoming big when I was in gosh, uh, elementary school, I think, um, you know, I had like the really loud dial up internet, like, like made all the weird noises and you sat there for like 10 minutes and then the internet finally got there and you were like, great. I have one thing to look up. Like I remember still looking up things in our encyclopedias, <laughs> Um, and preferring that method. I prefer to actually physically do things, tangible things. Anytime I have a lot of computer work, I feel like even though I got a lot of work done, I don't actually feel like I got a lot done. So for me, that the tangible has always been so much more gratifying for me. And so it makes me feel embarrassed. It makes me feel less than. 
And that's usually when we start to look at the things that we avoid in our business. It's because when we bump up against them, they're showing us places that we have more to learn, more to grow, or is not our zone of genius, which is fine. And you can outsource those things. You can pay people to do all those things for you. Or if it's something that like, again, I needed to learn to use all 10 fingers to type. Do you want to know what I started to do? This is, I probably, I still was a very slow typer when I began my online business. Very slow. Like didn't use my thumbs on the space bar. You guys like still took my pointer finger and like came down and used it. Um, for those of you who are like super speedy typers, you'll, I'm sure that just made you gasp in horror, but whatever. But I started writing a blog. I started writing long emails. I intentionally started to make myself like forcing myself to use my thumb on the space bar. And I had to have space around it and I had to have grace and in in such a way treat myself like a child like like you would give this beautiful forgiveness and this kindness to a child when they weren't understanding things or didn't know how to do it just right like it's okay you'll learn like I had to do that for myself instead of piling my plate with more things I actually slowed down and did things that I recognized made me feel uncomfortable, but in the long run made me feel But I was like, I don't want to feel this way around this part of my business anymore. I want to feel competent. I want to feel like I can do this. And so when we start to look at when you start to look at your schedule and you're busy and overwhelmed and not seeing traction, all of these things, and instead of adding more things, taking another class, doing these things, take a step back. Give yourself more space. Start to look at why does it why do I avoid certain areas of my business? Is it because of feeling inadequate? Why do I feel inadequate? How far does that go back? What type of energy am I holding onto around this? Right? This is often in your root chakra. It's often in your solar plexus. Root chakra has everything to do with family, things that make us feel safe, secure. Um, and then your, your sacral is all about creativity. So depending on what it is, it could reside there. Creativity and connection or your solar plexus. A lot of times, especially in entrepreneurs, this is a solar plexus thing. Solar plexus is all about um, who you, how your relationship is to yourself. So doing certain activities in your business or staying busy, again, may be just a coping mechanism. So if you stay busy doing other things because you're avoiding something else, right? Like I would avoid typing. Is it because it just makes you feel inadequate? Is it because you feel resentment? Is it because you were made to feel, you know, dumb about it? right? You weren't valued. You weren't seen. You weren't, your opinion didn't matter. Like all of these things affect the solar plexus. And then it makes you not be able to share your truth. So then you do other things. Then you start to compare. Then you kind of get into other cycles. So instead this week of keeping yourself busy, I want to encourage you to give yourself space. And when something comes up for you that's frustrating, why is it frustrating? It's okay that it's frustrating. It's okay that it makes you literally want to throw your computer across the room. I can't tell you how many times I've had to do that. I'm very thankful at this point in my life now um, that I've sat down and made myself work through some things. Um, but I've also been very kind to myself. 
I've allowed myself to just come back. I've walked away when I'm frustrated. I don't force myself to pummel through whatever my frustration is or find other ways to cover up what I'm feeling by keeping myself busy doing other tasks. So really this week, like try and give yourself some space, maybe slow down your mornings, you know, stop work early. Like what would you do if you just said, hey, what would feel good? And then choose what you want to do from there. Not that you have to do, but even in your list of things you, you need to get done for the week. Okay, what would feel good to do tomorrow? Hmm. Well, these three things. Great. Do those. Stop forcing yourself to do things that you, you know, that, that really create some a lot of anxiety and, and stress just to do them. And if they do create anxiety and stress, start to look at the why. Why does it make you feel that way? It's something that's super helpful in balancing your lower chakras. They really control a lot of your business. Um, it's something that I, I really, I find pretty much all of my one-on-one clients when they come to me, there's lower chakra imbalances and it's because they have to do with the physical world. So that's a lot what we work through in the Soul Alignment Accelerator, which is my one-on-one program. Um, we work through like healing. We do healing sessions once a month and then we do strategy sessions to actually support what chakras are off so in this case if it was like your solar plexus right your sense of self you felt you know like you couldn't do things like like for example the typing thing it made you kind of feel inadequate or whatever then we would implement activities and find ways in your business to actually support the alignment instead of continuing with the badge of busy shit right instead of continuing with the pushing through with all of the strategy, because the strategy doesn't allow for the creative space. It doesn't allow for the feminine to come in and really support you in creative thinking and thinking of new ideas. Um, and that's really how you feel kind of like motivated, right? It, the, if, if the actions is the masculine, the motivation is the feminine, and you really do need both. But in order to have both, you have to have both like the time for rest and the time for go. And so where can you find a little bit more rest in your life so you can feel those things more often? And when you do find resistance, you can actually pay attention to what the real resistant is and not find ways to just cope with it within your business. So I hope that you took something from this episode. If you really enjoyed me sharing a lot about uh, obviously this, the chakra system, but I would love to hear where you're going to create more space. So take a screenshot of this episode, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Shalane Carter. It's the only way that I know who is actually listening. So I can see numbers, but I can't actually see people. And I really like to connect with everyone in my community. So are you creating space in the morning? Are you creating space at night? What's coming up for you when you do create space, right? What kind of feelings? And you're like, holy shit, here it is. Um, I love to hear all about that um, and to help you work through some of those things. If you have any questions about the Soul Alignment Accelerator, my one-on-one mentorship, you can always send me a DM on Instagram at Shalane Carter, and I'll catch you in the next episode.